Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest is Dr. Debbie Silber. She's the founder of PBT Institute. She's a transformational psychologist, a best-selling author, and an award-winning speaker. Dr. Silber, thanks so much for being on our podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Oh, thanks so much. So I didn't mention that Dr. Silber is also a contributor for Fox, CBS, Dr. Oz Show. She's a TEDx speaker, Huffington Post. She has all of these amazing accolades. What inspire you to go on this path of getting a, a PhD in your specific field of interest? Yeah, well, I, I needed to study betrayal, and I say needed to because I needed to understand why people do what they do, how the mind works, and how I can heal because I had a betrayal from my family. And, you know, the way it works when something's unhealed, the faces change, but it comes back, and, and then my husband. And, uh, and I was devastated, but just really needed to learn and understand. And, and so when it was time to do a study, I chose to study how women experience betrayal, what holds them back and what helps them heal and just dive well, into let, let's, let's talk about yeah. first, let's, let's talk about your, your betrayal with your husband, if, yeah. if we could. And what do you mean by that? Like, how did he betray you? Well, I, we're together 33 years and I found out three years ago that eight years before he had an affair and, you know, I was busy raising four kids and six dogs and running a business and his business was taking off and we just started uh, just becoming, I guess, two different people. And But I had no idea. I mean, that's what betrayal is. We're just absolutely blindsided. And, so where were you? Were you were you driving a car? Were you at home? I guess paint the picture for our guests so they can really feel and, and, and hear your pain. Sure. I was I was at, actually at an event and um, I got an email and, and he was home with the kids and I confronted him and he you know and he said that it was true and, and before I even got home he told my kids and I can't even imagine, I mean, I can talk about my pain, but, but also I can't even imagine what it's like to look at your kids who are just angry, devastated, destroyed by something completely within your control to lose the respect of the people you care about most. I mean, that's, that's something that, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I was dealing on my end with the most profound shock and loss and pain and heartbreak and confusion you know that that's the thing with betrayal you say well how do I don't trust myself because how did I not see this coming I, I don't trust I don't trust obviously my betrayer who do I trust and it, you know if we can't trust the people that we've grown to trust the most who do we trust you know if the people we run to when other people are causing harm are the ones causing the harm where do we go? And this is why betrayal is just as devastating as it is. Yeah. And so during those, that, that, that moment, I mean, what was the kind of the initial reaction? Was it like anger? Was it sadness? Was it everything in between? I mean, did you just go off and say, I can't deal with this? I'm just curious, just so the audience recognizes. I mean, it's like, it's like a death of, of a person in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's absolute shock. And, you know, 
and I did the study, we can talk about it after if we have time, but I remember one of my participants saying, it's like, it's a combination of getting punched in the gut and losing a child in a crowd. It's like this, everything you could feel all at once and life as you've known it no longer exists from that moment on. And, you know, it's not like I could just crawl in bed and stay there. You know, I had clients and four kids and so for the longest time, it was really, it was like, okay, client, because they're, you know, they're investing in me yeah. and I, I couldn't afford to not be there for them. I needed to make sure my kids were okay. And so how, how like, were your kids at the time? They were um, in there, you know, they were teens. All teenagers, four teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can only imagine the, the emotions and, and they've turned into absolutely four best friends because look what they've been through together. We feel like we've all been through a war together, but uh, you know, I was trying to be as strong as I could for them. Um, and, and at the same time saying, okay, well, what's it like being a single mom? Can I do this? Do I want to do this? What, what, what's going to happen here? And, and let me just take this day by day and, and see what I want to do. You know, can people change? Can people transform? There were so many questions. And I'm, I'm guessing that you, you found some of these answers. Can you share with our guests some of these answers of how you deal with betrayal and some of the processes that they can use potentially for themselves? Yeah, you know, betrayal doesn't necessarily mean you're going to reconcile with the person. That has so much to do with with where you're at, with if it's if it's worth it, is this relationship worth it? You know, there's this if if then rule. You know, when it comes to even something like forgiveness, if you feel safe and valued, then you'll actually feel better if you forgive. If you don't, then that's not going to make you feel better. I mean, I was transforming at the core, and and so is he. So it was, but this is. I mean, it's ninety percent of couples can't do this. It, you know, with my family, I was able to forgive and not reconcile, and that worked out better for me. But with my husband, I was able to. And, and I can tell you, in doing it both ways, uh, forgiving and reconciling is by far hands down. I mean, I used to, I'll be honest, I mean, I would judge other women saying, how could you do that? My gosh, it's so much harder. <laughs> it's so much harder because you, you every aspect of, of confidence and trust and worthiness and, you know, all of these abandonment, rejection, only if you know that person is so different at, at a cellular level, it, for me anyway, is it worth it to, it, to spend that kind of energy? Hmm. Because it's huge. And so what do you encourage people to, to do then? I mean, obviously we only have a few more minutes left, but like what are some of the basic steps that someone can, can think about to, to move, move forward with this? Yeah, the first thing I would say is you never want to make a decision from a low place. You just don't because the decision you make from that place may be very different than one you'd make another day. Take all the time you need to heal. You know, healing takes time and and trust. You know, I look at trust as like a brick wall. It, it could take years to build and it's shattered in, in an instant. So it has to be rebuilt brick by brick, you know, layer by layer, day by day, moment by moment. And it takes, it takes time and it takes willingness. And if you're unwilling to even look, you know, at changing how you look at things, changing how you see something, how you see an experience. I mean, I'm living proof. Everything I'm doing now is because I was willing to heal, move forward and do something really profound with my own experience. So it's, uh, it can be the best thing you ever do, but it's all different for everybody. So when you go give these speeches and you talk about some of these clients, what do you think are some helpful things that you've helped your clients with relative to helping them go through betrayal? 
you know, what was discovered in the study was that there are these five stages. And, and the first thing I'll do with them is identify where they're at. So they know, first of all, so they know they're not crazy. They know they're not alone and they know there's a way to heal from all of it. And we just take on what they're ready to work on at the time. You know, something like forgiveness, that's not easy because it defies everything the logical, rational mind believes. You know, and forgiveness says yes and if you choose to forgive anyway for your sake. So I wouldn't bring that up in the beginning, but yeah, maybe working on changing your mindset a little bit, working through some of those triggers some of those reoccurring painful, painful thoughts, healing, healing the body, you know, making sure you feel safe and valued and reevaluating your friendships too. Who's there to support you? Who are you reaching out to? It's crucial. So there are so many different aspects of it, you know, physical, mental, emotional, psychological, spiritual. It's working on all of those at the right time. Yeah. These type of things, it's, it's really about finding someone like yourself who understands this, who studied this, who's actually experienced it both fortunately and unfortunately. So you can really help them unpack some of these various challenges because I think a lot of people don't even know about that. We're pretty much done with our, our time here at Silver. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services? You know, the, the, what I would really recommend, we've identified a, a collection of symptoms so common to betrayal. It's become known as post-betrayal syndrome. There's a quiz for it. Just go to pbt.com forward slash quiz. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Dr. Silver. Thanks so much.